2: Connect with
0: Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show And online at GrillNationShow.com.
1: Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation. I'm your host Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us on the KMBZ Business Channel, 1660 AM and online today at KMBZ.com. Appreciate you joining us. We have uh, some big news in store for today, and some all-star guests. Uh, you might be wondering, uh, wow, that's a cool new lead into the show, and uh, wow, exciting new music, right? Uh, also, I want to mention too, we have uh, John Kenny Hertz in studio, who will be is a partner of Grill Nation. Uh, he is the owner and founder of uh, Kenny Hertz Perry Law Firm, correct? Along with his his law partner, and he will be joining us along the ride in this first segment today, and throughout the show uh, on Grill Nation. So, welcome to the show, John.
3: Uh once again, really happy to be here. And that was an exciting intro, and I'm kind of excited to hear more about it.
1: Yeah, so so we wanted to on the first segment today talk about kind of the rebrand of the show. We're we're kind of blowing up and growing up as uh Yes. as a a famous a person in the studio would say. Mm-hmm. Uh I uh I'm excited about it. So, we've decided to uh transition from Entrepreneur KC uh, to a new show called Grill Nation uh, with yours truly, Jason Grill, along with some of the founding fathers of Grill Nation, which John Kenny Hertz will be one of them. Uh, because we came to a point with entrepreneur KC where, you know, we've been doing it for three years uh and in, in great, great partner here at KMBZ and Intercom. And wanted to the, – the show became more than just about entrepreneurs. It started off with tech companies, with startups uh and innovation and in the Silicon Prairie. And it started that way because at the time, nobody was talking about those things, no, whether they're mainstream media, newspapers, articles, whatnot. Now, uh, Kansas City entrepreneurship and innovation has completely grown up and blown up and it's being covered by, you know, major news set organizations and radio shows and whatnot. And so as we went through this process with the show, we found that, you know, we were interviewing over 400 or 500 interviews. We were interviewing more than just entrepreneurs. We were interviewing more than just startups we're interviewing newsmakers, thought leaders, uh politicians, business icons, CEOs of major companies, lawyers, lawyers, uh, financial <laughs> experts, um entertainers. We've had president Athletes. president of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs on the show. We've had um, you know, different people that don't necessarily fit under the entrepreneur name but are very successful people who have done pretty amazing things and and they're really interesting people to listen to. And so John I think you know where we're going here so so I I just decided uh with counsel of people that have been supportive of the entrepreneur KC show and others within the industry and, and some of our guests to decide well you know what this show is going to be about getting connected it's always been about that it's about getting in depth learning more about what's behind the uh the veil if you will of some of the most successful people and entrepreneurs uh, Trend setters out there, and uh, that's kind of why we decided to you know just rename the show The show will still continue to be uh we will have a, a good niche in entrepreneurship. We will have a lot of entrepreneurs on the show, but we're also going to have people from different parts of the country uh different cities different uh walks of life if you will someone that you listen to that's uh, you can listen to them and be entertained, but at the same time learn something from and and, and maybe make you think differently that's the goal of of grill nation and uh, we appreciate you joining the Grilled Nation. Hopefully, as we continue to grow, we can bring you more great content.
3: So we talked about a lot of ideas, uh, most of which you were kind of tossing around and, and wanted some feedback on. And I think you've had a lot of good ones in regards to the rebranding of the show. So what was, I mean, what made you do it now, um, as opposed to you know waiting another year or or, or doing it prior? Was there anything?
1: Specific? I just felt it was a good time because, uh, you know, you'd always been telling me, Sean, you need to you need to put your name in the show.
3: Well, I hundred percent so, agree with that. So yeah. I
1: always thought, you know, the Jason Grill show, you, know, that's, that's, you see that all the time. So we we played off the of the last name, um, which I think is pretty cool, instead of going with more of a in depth or a connected or a right. trending with Jason Grill. I, I I this show is about the guests, not about me. But I think. The new name, it kind of, uh, it symbolizes the connected connectivity and access that we hope to give you, uh, both in Kansas City and throughout the nation with, with A list guests and newsmakers and trendsetters. So yes, while I think we needed to expand where that was a, an entrepreneur show that wasn't just about Kansas City, but at some point we, uh, we chose to continue to, to, to grow. Uh, and I'm excited because the show continues to, to be very good, and we've got a lot of partners now, and we're continue to grow those, as you know. And my goal is to continue to make the show bigger, bigger, and bigger, and have more and more great guests that people like to listen to.
3: Right, and I, th- I think you know, one of the things—correct me if I'm wrong—that drives some of this is your connection to so many different, <clears throat> excuse me, so many different areas of business, um, from the legal side of things, clearly, mm-hmm. politics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with. Your own entrepreneurial ventures, like sure. Stock One Hundred and One, and then of course the media. So right. it's like you're bringing it all together and and making it a show that isn't just about one thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that people like that because it's not that it's unorganized. It's still centric in in regards to Kansas City and businesses, but it, it it's kind of grown beyond just Kansas City entrepreneurs,
1: right? And so. The show was called Entrepreneur KC, but we were so much more than that. Exactly. Right, right. right. And, and, I think it makes sense. And one of the exciting things too, John, as we continue to grow Grill Nation is um, is the contributors we're going to have. I right. mean, we're going to have guest co-hosts like yourself once a month. We're going to have...
3: None uh, as good as me, though. Well, you're,
1: you're the A-lister. You're <laughs> the A-lister. We'll see what these other guys can bring. We're going to have <laughs> contributors who are on the front lines of, of different things. Which, Any
3: of them you can talk about? Uh,
1: not yet. We'll okay. save that for future. But right. uh, you know, different types of uh, people that are kind of on... the Boots on the ground in some major industries, whether it's government or real estate or uh, restaurateur or banks or whatnot, we're continuing to line up all of those partners. Whether it's, you know entertainment space, right, uh, which will help too with the show because it gives us access to a plethora of more all-star guests. And and one of the things we want to continue to have is entertain folks. Bring you newsmakers and high level uh, people and also make you think differently and, and maybe put a different spin on a story that you've heard about or a person you've heard about or you've read about, but maybe get behind that and listen to them and, and how they got where they are and how they've, what they've learned and, and what are the 10 things they know and types of stuff like that. I think that's really important. And, and that's kind of what the show is going to kind of bring to you as we move forward. And I'm excited about it. And you know, I've always liked all kinds of different things, whether it's sports, entrepreneurship, business, law, politics. And I feel like. Now's the time to continue to bring um more of a, a wide net, I guess you would say, with yeah, our guests.
3: Absolutely. Um are there any other things you plan on doing with the show? Meaning any other sort of uh broadening beyond just the the guests?
1: Um, I really like to do some remotes this year.
3: I would love that.
1: <laughs> so if you see uh the Grill Nation folks yes. at an event, come say hi to us. Yes. Uh, we're in the planning process, and we'll put of, you on the air. Yeah, we're in a planning process of of doing more things out and about, and getting out of the studio, and having yeah. more of a um, a presence. I guess it's a major Kansas City event, and also to national events. You know, I don't want to just keep this. This is this show is is about Kansas City. We love Kansas City. It's a local show, but it's growing. You know, right. that's how we started. You know, I want to bring the listeners, people from New York and L.A. and San Francisco and and, and Chicago and austin and, and you know there's potential where we could do shows in different cities with guests that maybe we couldn't get to come in you know if we're in that if we're in austin i'll be at south by if i'm at south by and want to interview you know get a media credential and go down there and interview some of these people and do remote that's something we should do and i hope that we'll continue to do and grow um as the show moves forward so that that's something i'm excited about it's getting out there in the community getting out there with the people and you know leaving the studio for big events or Interesting guess.
3: Absolutely. Um, what are we going to call the listeners?
1: <laughs> You've been asking me that all morning. They're not grill friends.
3: I like grill friends. Um, your your actual girlfriend is not going <laughs> to like
1: that.
3: <laughs> but uh, uh, but grill
1: you you like the grill nationals. I
3: like the grill nationals. You're a founding father. Um, How do you like
1: that? Do you like the intro music there with the founding fathers?
3: I thought it was great, and I don't know. You're probably gonna. You may not like this comment, but the reality is, I think that you are a little apprehensive, um, about it being too much about too provocative, you. provocative, yeah. I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think it's that way at all. And I think it's great. And I think that it's taking this in the, in a new direction, um, with more excitement and, you know, maybe some, some more, uh,
1: we want people to listen to the show to, to to listen to people, John, that are breaking the norm. Kind yeah, of busting absolutely. Glass. Right. You know, you got to be vulnerable sometimes sure. to get these these interviews. And and we're gonna take it. Some of the questions we're gonna be asking on Grill Nation. Maybe we didn't ask an entrepreneur, Casey. Right. Uh, we will have segments, different segments on the show, which I'd like to start uh, a well done segment, a hot off the grill segment, a four yes. questions. What was the thing that you had? Oh yeah. If you want to yeah,
3: do yeah. a? You're on the grill with Jason yeah, Grill, four, and then we're we'll just quickies. we're gonna grill you with. Multiple questions, some of which are softball, some of which are right are really going to hit hard. So,
1: so that's so we're going to get more creative. I think with the show, you, we got it, we got it kind of settled in with entrepreneur KC, and but again, this show is not about me. This isn't a this isn't a a show about the host. This I is wish a show it was more. I wish it was
3: more about me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, it's going to be. Every month you're going to come on the air and, and trust me, folks, this show today is going to be a doozy. John has uh, brought his A-game to the show today as long with, as well as a great suit. But this show is going to be about the guests. This show is going to be about getting access to real stuff. Uh, One of
3: the things that people ask me is how they get on the show. And um, then, of course, I either give them a call or, or follow up with them or you do. It's mm-hmm. so... I know that people that there's more and more listeners. People contact you about being on the show, right? How do we, they usually we, we, do
1: it? Just like anything in business, here it's about referrals, right? And so I have people that are, I trust who have, have suggested guests.
3: But people reach out to you too. A are, lot of
1: people do, right on Twitter or on uh, right. on our Instagram page or on our uh, Facebook page and through email.
3: And soon the new website, which is
1: GrillNationShow.com, awesome. Uh, and also, too, you can find, you'll be able to find information about the show at com, And, uh, the Twitter handle is at Grill Nation Show and the Facebook page will be going up soon. And, and my, uh, personal Twitter, which I like to use a lot at Jason Grill. And I'm also on Instagram at Jason Grill. So, uh, we're going to continue to grow that. And, uh, man, and we love great guests. So
3: you're a, uh, have said this in a, on a previous show. You've done a pretty incredible job marketing socks. Right.
1: Well, me and the, the SOC 101 team. Absolutely, of course. absolutely.
3: Yeah. But my point is, is that I'm sure you'll do an excellent job marketing, the especially new with guys job. like you on board. Yeah. Well, you know, I doing uh, some great things. I sometimes with the law feel and
1: entrepreneurship. I, you've been speaking a lot too.
3: Some. Yeah. Today. Uh, You'd be speaking. I'll be speaking at UMKC At UMKC
1: Fast, UMKC fast Track.
3: And, right. And then. And I, so I, that's
1: the thing too, John, about Grill Nation is yeah. none of our partners, or none of the co-hosts, or none of our uh, contributors are just people off the street. These are high level very involved people that I we've chosen to be part of the show.
3: Yeah. No, I think it uh I think it completely makes sense. And we want
1: to continue to grow that. We want to continue to grow the partners and, and guest hosts and you know, this is more than just a, a sponsorship type show. This is a partnership and this is growing, the Grill Nation growing, uh giving you guys great content to listen to and uh hopefully you giving us great ideas, great things we should have on the air. Uh, maybe connecting us to someone you think that you heard on the radio on another station or you just, you know, you think would be good on air. We want that to happen. And this is, this is part of the grill, grill nation. We're growing the nation. We're growing the nationals, as John would say. Yes, the grill nationals. Uh, We we have all these ideas for local stuff down the road and national stuff, but we really appreciate you listening to the show. We appreciate your uh spreading the word throughout the years of entrepreneur KC and hopefully you'll do the same with Grill Nation. We're going to continue to provide great content. Nothing's really changed with the name and it's just going to be b- bigger and better. We're blowing it up and uh I'm excited.
3: I am too. Um very the, excited
1: about the show too today, John.
3: With the uh additional partners and sponsors, I think that uh, the remote the remote spots are going to be really good. I can't wait, man. Yeah.
1: Well, John Kenny here. Thanks for joining us today on Grill Nation. Thanks for being a founding father of the show and uh We'll be right back after the break on Grill Nation with uh, an all-star guest. I'm excited for the show today, guys. We have some great guests, and uh, thank you for listening. Running down the street like your hair's on fire, thoughts running fast like a man. Welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host Jason Grill alongside John Kinney Hertz uh, for our second segment today on Grill Nation. You can connect with Grill Nation on Twitter at Grill Nation Show, and you can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill. Our next guest is the owner of Houndstooth. You might have been there in the River Market. He is one of Kansas City's, I, I believe, best dressed people and uh, very, very well put together man. We have Jeff Kovitz, who is the owner of Houndstooth, and welcome to the show.
2: Hello guys, how you doing?
1: Good to see you, man. Um I figured John would be a great time to have him as a guest host today with you coming in the studio. <laughs> this is probably our best stress segment we've ever had on the on the uh, Grill Nation.
3: I mean I think so, with uh with all the all the working buttonholes and, <laughs> and, and designer socks in the studio. <laughs> two
2: two ties in a room is not something you see very much no, in the studio. No, 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 not
1: really. So Jeff, tell us about your background and how you uh decided to launch houndstooth in the river market.
2: Well, you know, I uh my grandfather was a tailor. Uh, he owned Leo's Tailor Shop that was in Brookside from about 1952 to about 2000. It's almost 50 years in Brookside. Uh, I used to run around that shop when I was five years old, mm-hmm. picking up pins and cleaning ashtrays. Uh, if you can imagine, I, I can even remember, tailors used to smoke in tailor shops Wow! up until about 2002 probably. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. Could you imagine giving your customers back a suit that mud like smoke nowadays?
1: No, right? Uh, one thing <laughs> but, I think is, cu- is is cool, too, on your story, on your website, which is mm-hmm. at houndstoothkc.com, is you believe in style, fashion, trends come and go, but style endures.
2: Sure, sure. I I, I think style, you know, is, you know, I, I I think you see GQ and a lot of adult men try and follow GQ, and what you see is they end up looking really goofy because GQ is kind of aimed at 18 to 22-year-olds. Mm-hmm and an adult man really shouldn't strive to be trendy uh style is something a little more attainable and and will will look better through the years than than just going with, with what is trendy um i think style you know you can wear vintage clothing and be stylish you can't wear vintage clothing and be trendy really mm-hmm. because trends kind of come and go and they pass quickly and and uh they're just, you know, it's the difference between, you know, Steve McQueen and what Kanye wears. It's just, <laughs> you know, Steve Big McQueen in a picture today looks great. Yeah, right. <laughs> and Kanye West looks great today, but is he going to look like a goofball in those crazy boots four years from now? Goofball. Yeah, probably.
1: Probably. <laughs> hey, hey, Jeff, you, uh, you talked about Leo's tailor shop and you talked about, you know, kind of the work you did in that Brookside neighborhood. Um, tell us about kind of why you took Houndstooth to the river market in and downtown and, and how that kind of happened.
2: You know, I'd worked for my father, which was Rick the tailor for, oh, you know, my whole life basically as well, and uh I kind of started taking it seriously about 23 when I started working full time with him, and I'd always wanted to open a downtown shop. Um, you know, at the time, 2003 or so, there wasn't, downtown was still pretty, pretty bare, Mhm. And, uh, but I had always wanted to have a really kind of fun downtown shop. I think, I think it's a great area. You know, we, we, I, I'd been looking, kind of keeping an eye out for a place for years. And, uh, my father got sick and passed away. Mm -hmm. And I took over Rick's, but I still always wanted to open a downtown shop. And while I was running around, uh, downtown one day, I stumbled on that spot at 507 Walnut Street. And I just thought it would be a, a perfect space. I really love the river market. I think it's going to be the densest area of downtown Kansas city. It's the one spot where you kind of get full sort of urban density without huge giant empty office buildings stopping that from happening. Mm -hmm. And and I'd love to see downtown get to the density we have in the river market. It's going to take a little time just because of all those empty office buildings. Um, And I, and I, and I think a tailor shop a should be in a neighborhood it should have neighborhood customers and 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 give that kind of feeling. And while I think we could we could get that downtown, like in in downtown proper, I think the River Market's a really great place to be, and the space is just great. My neighbors have been great. Uh, I'm real happy with it all around so far.
3: I was down there the other day uh, with my father. We he takes me to the airport uh, since he's retired. He's like my chauffeur. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway, we ate at a farmhouse yeah. and. I don't know. It's one. I live like 10 blocks away sure. and I'm going to the river market more and more. And your shop is definitely one of the coolest places down there in an area that's really, really cool. And it's got a lot of, a lot of great things going on.
2: You know, we're definitely, I think, on the front end of retail returning to the river market. Right. There's, absolutely. There's not a whole lot at this point. Mostly
1: restaurants and bars. Mostly
2: restaurants. And, the, and the I'd like market. to see some more bars. Yeah, uh, there's
1: a couple bars. Harry's gets a little crowded,
2: doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, Harry's gets crowded. The Thin Line is a great bar as well. Yeah. Or the the Blue Line, I blue apologize Blue right. the hockey um, bar. I I've always said the Thin Line cuz I'm a big Earl morris fan, the documentary guy. But, um but uh no, the neighborhood is just I, I you don't get that kind of density anywhere in Kansas City. It's it, it's crowded. Right. On the weekends it's real crowded. It's,
3: yeah, especially on the weekends.
2: Um
1: well that'll change hopefully with all the multifamily stuff going up. Yeah, yeah. And you got some stuff going up right next to you in the River Market too. Yeah, more, I mean more, they're more, putting more. up
2: a 1000 different units in the next couple of years.
1: And you got more, you know, downtown proper, you're going to have more in the Crossroads too. And I would say as far as neighborhoods go that it's it's Crossroads or uh River Market which yeah. have the most people actually living you know in the
2: And my other issue with, you know, it's it's a very organic neighborhood. It's all small businesses for the most part. I mean even populist could be considered a small business in in the in the architecture world, <laughs> right? Right. right. <laughs> um, and, and you know, if I go to Power and Light, you got these big corporations. I'm a small business guy. I like small business. Mm-hmm. It's all I've ever known. I've, you know, biggest company I've ever worked for was Papa John's. I worked there for about three months. Every other job I've ever had has been a small business with the owner around, mm-hmm. uh, actively helping the business and and working the business. And
1: yeah, I think it's cool. I think the your shop is cool too. I think the look of it's cool. I think you have old seating areas in there and it's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of, it's very warm. You know, such. we're
2: trying to make it a, 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 place to hang out and, you know, throw parties as well as sell clothing out of. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I went to a party. We had, uh, Ryan maybe was serving, uh, Jay Rieger at that, John. And what well, Torn Label was. And there. Torn Label too. Yeah. 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 It was great. So you go to com. You actually sell, uh, on your website too
2: we 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 are, we are yes uh, that's that's always a big project to get up, everybody thinks you just e commerce man slap it up there and it's and it sells, but it's
1: so you it's, guys you guys uh get the full range of stuff from shoes to shirts to sports coats to suits
2: to yeah, we'll be adding more uh, there there's uh, the suits and sport coats are not up there yet okay but,
1: but and you guys you guys not only do you have high end uh men's clothing you also have local goods too
2: yeah yeah i really you know i'm I'm kansas city born and bred even though i'm from out in the suburbs but
1: what was the uh
3: what was the most difficult part about about getting started had you owned your own business before or was this the first
2: you know i i, I owned rick's tailoring for the last four years uh we, we actually just closed that shop uh saturday really last oh week. wow yeah, yeah uh things have been good enough downtown I, I wanted to focus on it and i felt like Huh. Those stores were kind of getting half of my attention, and uh, I I really wanted to focus on Houndstooth. And so, yes, I I had run a business for the last four years. Um, so you'd taken
3: over. Uh, your dad had started that business. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so starting your own business in the River Market. I mean, what yeah. were some of the things that were that you had to overcome?
2: You know, some of the challenge. You know.
1: Getting people in the door, right? Really, getting people <laughs> yeah. in the door
2: and, and finding good help have been 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 the hardest things to, to come by. I, I've got a couple of really great employees, and they 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 make it all a lot easier. But it's really a you know, with with our kind of shop, we have to be we got to be better than and more knowledgeable than Men's Warehouse and Joseph A. Banks and mm-hmm. even the salesmen at Nordstrom's for the most part. We really got to know clothing. We got to know the tailoring, and and it's. It's not just a off-the-rack sales experience. It's hopefully something a little more in-depth. We can explain to you the, the, the construction and the, the materials and you know how we're going to take an off-the-rack suit and make it great, or we can go through the custom process, too, with you.
1: Well, Jeff uh, Kovetz, the owner of Houndstooth in the River Market, check it out at houndstoothkc.com. We appreciate you coming on Grill Nation today. and uh, I love the name. I love the logo. and uh, Very cool to see all the stuff you're doing. Downtown. Thank you for having me,
2: guys. It's been a Thank pleasure. Thank you
1: very much. We'll be right back on Grill Nation.
2: Your blue, on the as your bones
1: Welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us on the KMVZ Business Channel. 1660 a.m. and on KMBZ.com. You can find a list of all of our old shows at KMBZ.com and also at GrilledNationShow.com. I'm here with uh, one of the partners of Grilled Nation, uh, John Kennyhertz who's a guest host today. John, thanks for joining us and coming back after the break. Absolutely. I you wanted to leave, but we kept you here.
3: I did. I uh, really wanted to get out of here because I'm starving. But... Uh... <laughs> It's because a grill nation makes me think of barbecue sometimes.
1: Oh, it does. One of the good things about this next segment, John, is we're going to be talking to two uh, uh, guys that have started a marketing kitchen in the Crossroads. So right. we're going to talk food now, so you're going to get even more hungry. I know, right? We have uh, Aaron Prater and Ryan Wing, who are the owners of The Sundry. Uh, you can find out more information about them at thesundry.com. They're located in the Crossroads Really cool, uh, new, uh, local grocer and restaurant down there. And, uh, we're happy to have them on the show. Welcome to Grill Nation, guys.
0: Hello. Thanks for having us.
4: Yeah. Good to be here.
1: Good to see you guys. Um, Ryan and I met at a Christmas party and I thought to myself, man, this is a perfect story and guest to have on uh, the radio show, uh, just because of the location of the place that you guys started, and your all's backgrounds. It's very intriguing and insightful. So uh, why don't we start off with Aaron. Uh, Aaron, just kind of tell
4: us about your background and uh, uh, how you got involved with the sundry. Sure. Uh, so I grew up in New Orleans, uh, kind of in a food culture, and, and I've just loved it my whole life. And um, traveled the world with the Marine Corps and developed another just deeper level for food. Um, when I got out of the military, I, I – I went into wine sales, and it just brought me in contact with kitchens, and I realized that's what I wanted to do with my life. So I went I went to culinary school and started working in kitchens and realized I had all this knowledge I wanted to share and started teaching. Um, and I, I realized that people, especially Kansas City, wanted to eat better. They just didn't necessarily know how and didn't really have a place. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and that's in that process, that's kind of how I met Ryan, and that's when we started – working on the sundry
1: and ryan you uh you have a really unique background too you 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 lived out west and then you uh went to ku right i did yeah and, and it's you what was your background you were in engineering is that right um
0: i was an audio engineer actually yeah okay. so i worked in recording studios in uh, the bay area in california and in seattle
1: okay and then you uh you did study in hong kong too right
0: i did yeah that was when i was at ku i spent a semester in hong kong
1: which is cool because I've been there, John. Have you been there? To Hong Kong or KU? I know you've been to KU. <laughs> to Hong Kong.
3: Uh, no, you I have, have not. You love Hong Kong. When I, was at, when I was at KU, I studied abroad in Italy. I've never been You know, I did to too. Kong. Did you know that? I did not know that. We'll talk
1: about that later. But uh, Hong Kong is one of the cooler places I've ever been. It is. It's uh, a great city. It There's is. It's so really many, cool. Yeah.
0: So many just cool aspects of it.
1: And it's very, uh, I never expected it to be like it was. And it was just. So much more of a melting pot than I expected.
0: Yeah, and I I had no idea what to expect, so I sort of spent four and a half months figuring it all out.
1: Yeah, they have some cool spots over there. So you guys you guys met at uh, Johnson County Community College, right? Correct. That's how you all met. And uh, tell us about kind of how you decided. I know this has been kind of two years in the making. You've been open now for, uh, what, three or four months?
0: Yeah, we opened uh, at the end of November.
1: Okay. So take us through that process and how you guys kind of came up with uh, or found the location and, and started the business?
0: Um, well, we met at um, Johnson County Community College. I worked in the Center for Sustainability there, and um, Aaron was and still is a professor of hospitality there. Um, So uh, I got a grant to work on energy and water efficiency projects with local restaurants um, while at the school, and so Aaron helped me coordinate with that and get in touch with all the chefs that we worked with and, um, through that process, uh, we kind of figured out that we had this overlapping business idea um, to take local food to the next level. Um, and so um, we spent forever driving around to all these restaurants together. And um, when we figured out our ideas overlapped, we spent even more time driving all over Kansas City looking for a place to put this thing Um we worked on it for two years before we opened, um, and about a year and a half of that was spent looking for the location to put it. Um, we knew that that was extremely important to its potential success, um, and so we didn't compromise, and um, we're very happy with the spot that we found. Yeah, right we, in the heart of
1: the crossroads, right? Yeah.
0: yeah what made you choose the crossroads? Um, we looked for neighborhoods that met, um the demographics that we wanted to meet you know younger um kind of valued the local food thing um it didn't have to be extremely high income but you know some income there um and then we were really attracted to by um the streetcar because um we want to primarily serve the neighborhood that we're in so the crossroads doesn't currently or didn't have a grocery option before us and so that helps but with the streetcar, we now have access to the river market and, you know, all the way down to Crown Center for people to just hop on and uh, come over. Yeah, come over. So,
1: and not only are you guys a uh, local grocer and you obviously have lunch, you guys are extended your hours to eight o'clock, I think, too, on the weekdays. And, and hopefully we'll have other cool things happening,
4: which maybe get into later, but you also uh, have a, a classes, right? Yeah, we, we offer, um, Different cooking classes and, and, and sort of maker classes where you make your own sausage or bacon or wine and beverage pairing classes. Um, really anything that people have an interest in.
1: Yeah, you guys have brunch too on Sundays. We do. On the weekends, huh? We do. We'll have to check that out. The girlfriend is going to want to go there. Yeah. I feel like I go to brunch every weekend. You say
3: girlfriend or grill friend? Girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that's what we were going to call friends of the show. Oh, or grill friends? Grill friends. <laughs>
4: Yeah, so uh, what 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 are some of your specialties? I've heard about the red beans and rice. Yeah, we do a red beans and rice every Monday. Um, just that's the, the tradition in New Orleans, and we wanted to, to keep that going. Um, and we do our pastramis every Friday. Uh, it's an awesome local brisket that's cured for about 10 days, and then we smoke it for about five hours and steam it for about five hours. So it's just fall apart, tender. Um, it's been really popular. Uh, we're running fish specials on Friday through Lent. Uh, and it varies every week, um, and then our our biscuits and gravy are kind of one of our standouts in the mornings and brunch. Wow, yeah.
1: I'm looking at your all's menu here on the website. That's at the sundry dot com, and mm, you gotta you gotta. <laughs> Let me just tell you, John. You don't want to read this menu then, because it it is very. I already very looked good. at it.
3: I looked at it before the show, and I think that's what did this.
1: <laughs> I'm just
3: starving. No, it looks great, uh, and I need cooking classes, so I'm probably going to be by. that was
1: that was a New Year's resolution for me like five years ago, and I haven't really.
3: You know, I got uh, my sister actually gave me some deal for a Johnson County Community College mm-hmm. cooking class, but I live downtown. So maybe you since should. you guys have the connection to JUCO, to <laughs> I'm just going to trade it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Um, what is the? Uh, tell us about the market. Like we know that you can eat there. We know hopefully in the future we'll be able to drink there. Tell us about the uh, actual grocery store element of this.
0: Um,
1: and, and what you carry, and because yeah, you know, it, it's unique to me, and, and what people can expect. It's unique if, to Kansas City, right? Uh, it's yeah. unique. We're not, you know, we haven't seen that. I mean, downtown there's one grocery store, so right. it's like. <laughs> Tell us, tell us, kind of what we—if if if I go there, you know, I need to get groceries. What can I find?
0: Um, So our goal with the market, um, I mentioned earlier, we wanted to kind of take local food to that next level. Well, this is a a big part of that. So um, we want to have a complete line of grocery staples. So um, we want you to be able to find pretty much anything um, that you would need in the market. Um, But if there is a local option. We choose that first. So um, we're always looking for Kansas City and KC Metro area products. Um, and then if we can't find that, um, we look for an organic or natural option. Um, and so um, in theory, you know, if you came to shop there, you should be able to find Pretty close to what you need, um, as long as it's seasonal, Mm -hmm. you know, in nature. Because we are trying to stick to that with the. You guys
1: are actively looking for more, more probably local suppliers. Absolutely, yeah.
0: And we get, I bet we get five or six new people in the store every week, bringing in a new product that they're making locally. You know that they'd like to sell at the sundry, and that was that was really the goal was to, you know, find the people that were already out there, but also you know, people that maybe were kind of toying with an idea of something they want to make to make that. And now they know they have an outlet for it.
1: Yeah. And I think it's something you guys are going to be, hopefully be a hundred percent locally sourced, right? It'd be ideal. Yeah. yeah. It'd be ideal. That's the goal. That'd be pretty awesome.
3: So what is the, when, when, when you, when will you have alcohol number one and and (laughs) what is the, what's the process that you've had to go through to, to get there?
4: It's been a long one. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know we're kind of even though we're we're a model that Kansas City had a hundred years ago, just a neighborhood market right. Um, there hasn't been one in a long time and and the way food modern food code, modern liquor codes, things have happened, um, we're kind of an anomaly, and the city doesn't really know what to do with us. so when we check when we fill out an application. Are you a restaurant? Check this box. Are you a grocery? Check this box. I have that
1: problem too when I'm looking at when I was applying to jobs. When you do a bunch of different stuff, it's how do you fit in? Right. And
4: right. and so what we've had to do is is be creative and the city's had to be creative with us to, to to help solve this problem. But we've been we've been working on it for about 3 quarters of a year, but it wow. it should be should be done this week, hopefully. Shouldn't be that hard. It it sh- well, it shouldn't be.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So how do you meet with the city? I mean, you just figure out who it is that you need to meet with in Kansas city and make an appointment.
0: Yeah. A lot of it has been, um, communicating with regulated industries specifically. Right. Um, the big hiccup is we want to be able to serve you a drink with your meal or sell you a bottle to go out of the market. And so doing that out of the same space has Mm. proved complex. Um, but
2: uh yeah there, there are been,
1: some there are some people in Kansas City that do that but it's different because they're not they're not markets
4: well specifically the city ordinance states that you cannot sell groceries and have drinks by the glass
0: and so it just depends on how you define groceries because a lot of people walk into the store and we're not 44,000 square feet and so they say oh you're not a grocery store mm-hmm. right and then you know you guys are and, great
1: great this is the future i think I mean, it really is. Uh, what you guys are doing is well, in, revolutionary for in the City.
3: Fu- in the future, when you have these types of uh, issues, just call me. And I'll help you through it. <laughs> <laughs> John, always <laughs>
1: pitching his business here, huh, John?
3: Well, we, I mean, it, the reality is we work with a lot of entrepreneurs, and and we have to get creative with things like this, which government regulations that often don't fit things that people are doing that are new and, and different. Um, even though it makes commercial sense, it doesn't make sense to regulators or past regulations. Right. So we deal with that all the time, especially with the internet and technology. And, and this yeah.
1: is a huge win for the city to have a, a market in, in Crossroads well, and, and an awesome restaurant too. We food.
4: We, we know. Well, thanks. Uh, you know, we think so, but you know, we we also know that the city wants to be progressive and wants to be on you know friendly to small businesses right. and, and 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 that growth and and. You know, one of the missions that Ryan and I have taken on recently is is to kind of help start that conversation and get the community leaders, the business leaders, the city leaders all on the same page and how do we solve some of these problems. So a small business doesn't have to spend 200 days right. getting a license, whatever that license may be. And
3: I would assume the city wants it because it helps, uh, clearly helps people move to the crossroads. I mean, right. part of the problem with downtown for the longest time was there wasn't a grocery store. Right. So you guys are filling a very important need.
1: And I'm excited about it. Um, Aaron Prater and Ryan Wing, the owners of thesundry.com, check them out online. And what is your address in the crossroads, guys?
0: We're at 1706 Baltimore Avenue.
1: Okay, so you're right in the heart of it. Right in the heart of it. You can't miss it. Uh, Congratulations on opening the business and for your success. And uh, I'm excited about it. I was really excited to have you on the show today just because... More people need to stop by and check out it. It's uh it's pretty cool what you guys are doing. Cool. Thank you very thanks. much. Yeah, thanks for having We us. always like to support local here on Grill Nation. Absolutely. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks for joining us on KMBZ sixteen sixty AM. Welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host Jason Grill, alongside guest co-host of the day, a, f- a founding father of Grill Nation, John Kenny Welcome back, John.
3: Man, Grill Nation! So <laughs> you're excited. I'm really excited. The first show has
1: gone pretty well. I mean, we haven't changed that much. It's just a, it's a rebrand of the show, and it's more exciting, don't you think?
3: Uh, it is more exciting, but I think I think some, you're making some very uh, very smart changes, very exciting changes, yeah. and I am excited about it.
1: Very good to have you here. Uh, Thanks. In our final segment today, we have a great guy in studio, Connor Tehan, uh, who is a financial advisor at Merrill Lynch. Uh, he also is the founder of KC Pulse, which is a really cool new uh, service and networking organization. And he is also a uh, national champion in basketball, aren't you, at the University of Kansas? Welcome to the show.
5: Oh, well, thank you for having me. I'm very excited for it.
1: You wore your uh, KU tie today. Congratulations yeah, I did. on hey, that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great those are great colors, man. Those look good yeah. on socks let me you tell like you. that, yeah, I do I do. I think so, I have a pair of those socks actually, <laughs> <laughs> Connor, uh, tell our guests a little bit about your background um, and kind of how you get to where you are today in at Maryland.
5: yeah, so um from the the Leewood Overland Park area, went to Rockers high School, uh, played basketball and football there from there, ended up going to the University of Kansas for five years, um, played basketball there,
1: which is interesting because yeah. you uh didn't you like have a redshirt year in there?
5: I redshirted my what was my senior year, which is very rare to do. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I was going into my senior year. I probably wasn't gonna play very much, but we didn't like we didn't have very a lot coming back for the next year, so Coach Self asked if, if I'd be interested in redshirting. Um it was something that I definitely had to put some thought into, but it ended up being a great decision. Uh so yeah, ended up kinda being there a little bit longer, but was able to get two degrees while I was there, did finance and accounting so wasn't necessarily sure what i was going to do coming out of college didn't see myself going really into financial advising um but didn't,
1: didn't want to go into coaching
5: didn't want uh you know what coaching it wa it looked to me like it was it was too much of a grind i'd seen what it had kind of done on to the to the family lives of some of the individuals sure. and um I wanted to be somebody who wasn't maybe traveling as much um and then you can also you can get kind of bogged down in in either at a bad place or in a bad situation. So I felt like there wasn't as much control in terms of being able to mm-hmm. see where I was going to go from a future standpoint. Sure. Did red
3: shirting, even though you're a senior, make you feel like a freshman again?
5: Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole reason why I did.
3: Uh, right? see, I w- yeah. If I went back to college, which, you know, at 36 yeah. years old, it crosses my mind every now and again, I would certainly red Well, that's why
1: you went to law school, right? It's a continuation <laughs> of college. Yeah. yeah. I've been
5: thinking about going to get my tax LLM too. <laughs>
1: So yeah, so so you uh, so you decided to get into the business world then?
5: Yeah, so yeah, so I get in the business world. I did interviewed with a couple of different places. Um, Merrill Lynch was actually the last place that I interviewed with mm-hmm. because, like I said, I didn't think I'd ever do financial advising, and then um, kind of learned more about the job and saw that hey, I can make an impact on people's lives, and that's the biggest reason
1: why I decided to do it. And and tell us about kind of what that experience has been like for me, because you're a pretty young guy, even mm-hmm. though you present yourself as an older person, which is good, yeah. in your business, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, you're I still in that. your mid-20s, right?
5: Yeah, I'm t- 26. Okay.
1: So, so what has that been like?
5: You know, it, it's been everything that I expected it to be, and, and it's actually been a lot more enjoyable, I guess. Um, when I was going through that interview <laughs> process, they tell you, hey, first five to ten years, you're just going to be – working a lot harder than uh, some people that maybe are getting paid a little bit better than you are. So be able to kind of take rejection, understand that it's a day-by-day thing, and that there are going to be some days where you walk out of this building and you're thinking, am I doing anything right? Right. I mean, is anything going for me? And you just got to keep grinding and keep your head down and and work hard, and that's the things that I've been focused on. So um, it's really been a a great profession to be in, but it It has had its challenges.
3: I still have days where I walk out of the office and wonder if I've done anything right. <laughs> yeah, every day. So what's been, uh, how have you, other than your, your fame as a KU basketball player, what's yeah. been most helpful building up your clientele? Cause I know that's hard to do as a young guy when you're providing financial advice yeah. to people that might be a lot older than you.
5: Well, you know, I, uh, First off, I rely a lot on, on a team that I work with, so I have experienced advisors backing me up. Um, but also, I, I was fortunate enough to, to go to Rockers High School, which is just a great network within Kansas City. Right. Um, go to the University of Kansas, and then, so you get a lot of contacts out of there. And not only just playing basketball, obviously meet some people who are pretty, pretty influential in the community, but then um, just tapping that network. And also, I, I really didn't start off doing that. I did some cold calling, to be completely honest with you. So I've tried really anything from a marketing
1: standpoint. And one of the things you've done is uh, starting an organization in Kansas City called KC Pulse. Uh, tell us a little bit about this and, and what your goals are and why you did this.
5: Yeah. Um, so so yeah, I started off doing like kind of referral networking groups, things like that, and just didn't really enjoy them. And I thought, hey, you know what? There's, there's a lot of them out there, right? There's a there's a ton of them out there, and there's a ton of networking things, but y- you really aren't focusing too much on making an individual better at, at what they do on a day to day basis. And so, what I kind of wanted to do, and originally, and it's kind of going through some changes right now, and we're hopefully getting to a point where we're going to be a, a, a really really good thing to be a part of, but. Uh, The slogan was a group focused on the success of its its members through knowledge and confidence. And Mm -hmm. it was, hey, the more you can know about other industries or what's going on in Kansas City, the deadlier that you are going into a a business-type meeting or business-type setting. And so you're more confident. You're able to deliver a little bit better. And that was kind of the main thing with it is, hey, you know, I feel like if you can help people to achieve what it is that they're setting out to achieve, then that's just going to reflect better on yourself. So anything that I've tried to do, it's been – hey, what, how can I help you out? Because Mm -hmm. if I can help you out, then maybe there's some reciprocity there. And even if not, I mean, the whole reason why I got in the business is helping people. I feel like is what it's all about.
1: Yeah. To help your business succeed and become more confident and grow those relationships. I've been to one of the, one of the meetings, John, I know that you guys have met too. Yeah. Uh, I went to the one, uh, you have the event at Lockton when I went and it was, uh, you had a great speaker that day who, uh, will be on the show in the near future. But, uh, I think it's unique. I think one of the things I think that works too is that you're kind of in control of the organization and, and you, you interact well with people. And there's yeah. sometimes when people have networking groups and that the president is not, a, not really a personal person. You kind of, uh, you kind of don't really want to go to the meetings every month. Right.
3: Well, when, when Connor and I met, um, he explained that, you know, this isn't one of those groups that's just looking to pass out business cards to each other and, and, and get business from one another, but yeah. it kind of has a, a more, uh, a more important purpose, mm-hmm. which you know I, I agree with, and I yeah. think it's awesome what you're doing. And for being 26 years old, um, it's really impressive.
5: Oh well, I mean, I appreciate it. But you know, it's it's been the individuals that in the group and the, there's been a lot of people in the back that have helped me out as well. So I can't take all the credit for it. Um, but I'm hoping that we've really put together a good group, and we're going to do big things moving forward.
1: Did tell us about some of the events you guys have had. Yeah, because so so I know you had a big one with some uh, We had a big speakers. one. Yeah, and,
5: and I'll touch on that. Um, the most recent one, I'm actually on the board for the University of Kansas Cancer Funding Partners, so mm-hmm. I'll throw that out there. It's really a great cause. Um, I'm trying to be as much of an advocate for it just because, you know, it, it's hard to find anybody that hasn't been touched by cancer. But we just did something at Country Club Bank uh, with Dr. Roy Jensen and Dr. Sue. Um, giving a presentation kind of on what we're trying to become an NCI com- comprehensive cancer center. So we just did that two Fridays ago. Um, but then the the big one that really kind of got us a lot of momentum um, was called linking leadership, and we've actually been asked to do it again. Um, but we had Coach Self, Tony Severino, who's the high school football coach at Rockers High School, Dan Hesse, former CEO of Sprint, Cliff Illig, and then um, – Trent Green. So mm-hmm. all five names who are pretty big time leaders within the community. And the the thought that I had behind it was, I mean, you have different leadership strategies within athletics and business. How do they translate? How do they overlap? Do they at all? And everybody has unique leadership, I guess, type of traits or, or um, experiences, whatever it is. And I feel like Get in that and and communicating it to not only the younger generation but just anybody that's in a business a leadership type role is really important and that's uh, another thing that we're trying to do with Casey pulses is hey we got we're trying to extract information out of people so that people maybe can learn from others' experiences. Do you play sports growing up, Jason?
1: Course scholar athlete St. Pius Tenth High School Kansas City oh, star. There wow. you go. Uh, May nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> got a couple. Actually, I got a uh, talking about KU. I have a letter from Glenn Mason. Well, really? I, uh, oh. I, I, I was a, uh, Look at this guy. a scholarship. Yeah, to play football. Wow. Ah, I, I got. It. I put it up on Facebook. I think around Christmas time. I found it in my parents' basement uh that's what position
5: left out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I
1: i went on the trip best dress <laughs> I, <went on, laughs> I went on the trip and i actually went to ku and stayed in the dorm and did the whole thing really yeah wow, they played ball absolutely. state they played ball state that day wow did we win top five yeah i think okay. that was when KU football was good so okay yeah. um yeah so i played but i uh i was interested to see uh what connor's take was because i'm a mizzou guy you guys are both KU guys yeah i mean mizzou law school slew uh undergrad which you know you're the rockers <laughs> high school guy he gets a yeah. Jesuit education like i did there but, you go uh i have a photo i had found a photo of connor after i met with him and it was a uh, marcus denman shooting over him <laughs> yeah. uh, from missouri <laughs> and i wanted to bring that in today yeah. but i forgot it um i had one,
5: one of the groups i worked with when i first started at merrill i came in and they had Printed that paper off and put it under like the glass on my desk. So that's what I got to look at.
1: So, I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, you're obviously a a national champion and did the whole basketball thing with KU, and now, you know, they've won another one. I guess they're going to win another one. um, Yeah. Conference title. So it's, it's, do you guys, do you, do you miss out of the rivalry? Because I noticed an article in uh, NBC Sports about you and talked about potentially you going to KU or K State or MU.
5: Yeah, yeah, no. So, I actually had a, um, I had an offer to go to K State and play basketball and football. Wow. So, I had a phone call where I actually spoke with um, Frank Martin, who was the assistant at the time, and um, Ron Prince. Mm-hmm. And so I, I actually had some interest in K State a little bit because I didn't totally hate him. I, I would have never gone to
1: Missoula. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the well girls, the girls well are put. too good looking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the girls are too good looking in Columbia. Right, right, right.
5: Did <laughs> Fran-
3: the Lawrence girls. Did Frank Martin yell at you during that whole entire phone call? <laughs> Frank Martin
5: was probably one of the nicest people really? I ever spoke to on the
3: phone. Man. Yeah. He just looks so
5: mean. He gets no, into he's, it on the bench, doesn't he? Him, him, and so Huggins. I didn't. Uh, I spoke with a little bit, but um, Frank Martin was legitimately like one of the kindest people. Wow. And and when I saw the way he was at, because I because he was assistant coach, so you never really saw him on the sideline when he was recruiting me. Um, and when I was talking to him on the phone, I was
1: like, "Wow, this guy's so nice."
5: Hmm. And then, that would have been hard.
1: That that would have been hard, man. If you his K State football was pretty good. Yeah, basketball was fairly okay, so.
5: Yeah, well, and I had told him that I was only going to do one. And so, I mean, I kind of looked at it as knocking two birds out with one stone. But I was, I mean, I was going to pick either football or basketball.
1: Are we talking to, we, we could talking, this could have been Bo Jackson sitting next to us right here playing yeah. two sports oh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He could have been. been. Close. Oh, yeah. We would be like yeah. getting, signing, getting autographs right, right now. Yeah. right. From Con- Connor.
3: Connor knows finance. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so what, so you don't miss Missouri. Let's just put it in that No, well,
5: I, I do miss the rivalry. So I never really got to answer that question. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think it's something that I hope that they can bring it back because it, it just, Although there's a lot of hatred there, it's a rivalry that right. there's a lot that goes into it, and it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it it is a lot of fun, and it, to think about kids these days, like growing up and not having that. it's Not kind of weird. It. Yeah, it's kind of weird to like live in Kansas City and and you know be in great school right now. Probably and you're talking about Mizzou and SEC people, and just not yeah. about KU. You care less sense about stuff. KU. Doesn't make sense. And now all. a lot of KU friends I know don't even really pay attention to missouri anymore we lost like 14 basketball i don't did. know
3: that we ever really paid that much attention oh, no. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah you did
1: you look throughout history you did you did well connor uh, appreciate you coming on grill nation today and oh, no uh we uh you know we're here to support whatever you're doing at kc Pulse. obviously john and i are probably will attend some of those meetings and yep. how do people get in touch with you and connect with you at uh any of your uh, jobs or KC polls?
5: Yeah, so uh, easiest way is probably through email. So Connor, which is C O N N E R dot T H A N T E A H A N at ml dot com, and then my phone number is eight one six nine three two nine seven four six.
3: And then, of course, you could always contact me to get to him. Yeah. <laughs> Since, uh, yeah. In case call he, Grill Nation. In case he ever needs to you know, play again and needs an agent. There we go.
1: Yeah. Well, Connor, thanks for coming on the uh, Grill Nation today, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for joining us on the first episode of Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill, John Kenny Hurts. Thanks for joining me today. Absolutely. We'll grill. see you again next week. Talk to you soon.